So I was walking the dog. As you do. As I do a couple of days ago. And I was thinking about how I wanted to introduce today's podcast. And and a bolt of inspiration struck me. So you know how we've done Curveball in the past, right? Yeah. Our, our continuing quest to get jobs at NBC. We pitched some TV shows. Yeah. So uh, I, had a, I had an idea for a TV show. And just the one. Oh, what's so this that? Is, this is a Curveball Limited. Ooh. Okay, Curveball Special Edition. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, Doctor Oz. You know that doctor who the the real doctor with the fake medicine. Yeah, yeah, right. I so know him. I was thinking, real doctor with fake medicine. That's interesting. That's interesting. You know, well, you know what would make a really great sort of uh, parody of that? What if we did uh, on the same network as Doctor Oz? Not sure what that is, but definitely on the same network and definitely like in the in the block right after. Like Doctor Oz goes off and then this goes on. Oh, okay, okay. It's Doctor Fozzie Bear. <laughs> okay, Doctor Fozzie Bear. Because what have the Muppets been doing lately, right? Muppets, nothing, not, right? not a whole mm. nothing. They haven't been doing no. And like we all know the Muppets, they're super popular sort of uh, you know media property. Yet they're like they only do something like once every fucking in a while. You know, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> or they like show up on David Letterman or something. Like you bring like one of the fifty. They just Kermit's had that show on. recently, right? And then like they didn't. Yeah, you I know? guess not. So. So like this could be their next big thing, Doctor Fozzie Bear, and he just he sits, you know, he he does all the normal Doctor Oz stuff. So like the shows, I don't know what Doctor Oz looks like in terms of the show and the format, but we'll just say like it's a whole show about people coming on with their maladies, and then Doctor Oz cures them. I assume that's pretty. So would this be fake Doctor Real Medicine? No, fake doctor, fake medicine. Oh. oh that one key difference. Oh, so, okay. So Just like, the one difference then. So like we're, we're watching Dr. Fozzie Bear and like the first episode, you know, Miss Piggy comes on and she's like, oh, Dr. Fozzie Bear. Oh, I've had insomnia for two weeks. And that's then, what she sounds like. You're right. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, uh-huh. and then so Dr. Fozzie Bear gives her like this giant plushy horse pill that's like 90% polyfill. Oh. And so he hands it to her and, and he's like, this is 90% polyfill and 10% felt. And so <laughs> like it's basically as good a medicine as what Dr. Oz proposes, yeah. right? It's yeah. like basically the same basically shit. It's like same. basically just filler. Yeah. So then so then she like walks away with it, you know, and then the crazy drummer guy comes on, the crazy drummer Muppet, and he's like... And then Dr. Fozzie Bear's that's, like... That's an animal. Dr. Fozzie Bear's like, waka waka, I know exactly what you need. It's 90% polyfill, 10% felt. He gives him a giant felt horse pill, plushy horse pill. He walks away with it, end of the show. So that's that's the joke every time then? Yeah. I love that. He gives out giant plushy horse pills. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Johnny. And I, listener, I'm going to take one moment to apologize to you because I've been uh, helping edit our most recent podcast. And the last one, I was talking to you all from the bottom of a well of my own unfortunate nose liquids. (laughs) So I apologize for that. I'm going to try to do better this week. Who goes first? I go first. I believe you're going first. It's all me, yo. Why don't you tell me your topics then? I am introducing a new recurring segment, oh, which shit. I'm very excited about. This has been in the back of my head ever since we started this podcast, because this particular segment derives from the thing that really inspired me to want to do this podcast on my end. You know, we, we both had the idea, but yeah, yeah. And I think it really, it really explains the thesis of this whole show, which for me, I, this is purely for me, but for me, the thesis of this show is... We are reviewing too much goddamn shit all the time for no reason. For no reason. Right? Like, like reviews used to be done by people with credibility, and now reviews are democratized, and everybody gets to do them, and it's kind of dumb. And Yelp is kind of dumb, and it's all just kind of dumb. So, my new segment is called Infrastructure Schminfrastructure, <laughs> and it is reviews for bridges. Because on Yelp, did you know you can review bridges? This is the best thing that has ever happened to me like second to marrying you i think and just our wedding this moment i am so excited it's not just the, the thing is like it's not just landmark bridges it because that makes sense like reviewing landmarks and attractions cool fine whatever but it's like if there's a bit of highway that goes over a river boom that's a bridge yelp will ask you to review it <gasps> and it's ridiculous so we're gonna we're gonna read some of those we're starting of course in bridge city portland Okay, so can we skip my stuff and just talk about bridges for an hour? Nope. What are you doing? Okay. Well, my first topic, my second topic is a surprise. Oh, good. My first topic is nut flour. 
following in a, in a theme here yeah. for you recently. Okay, good. Okay, and it, technically it's not nut flour because we are going to talk about cassava flour. So technically it's just flour alternatives. Just the, just the roots and the nuts. The roots and the nuts. Good. My favorite two things. <laughs> and I did go to uh, Amazon for these purchases. And the very first thing that we're going to talk about is wild tree gluten-free grain-free cashew nut flour. So what kind of things can people make out of wild tree grain-free gluten-free super, gluten-free wild super cashew nut flour? A cashew. Cash, cashew. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, like uh, it when people uh, don't cashew. say cashew. I don't um, um well, <laughs> let me tell you, Jay Skinner, Amazon user, does not know. Oh. One star. Where do it go? <laughs> yes. Packaging arrived today and was excited to try it out in my keto muffin recipe, but even though the package was sealed, there was nothing inside. Please send another. <laughs> Where do it go? And I really, I really like this image that they just sent him an empty container. Either Wild Tree themselves or the Amazon warehouse just boxed up the empty container sent it on to him totally sealed which is a problem a lot of other people had Mm -hmm. at least his was sealed empty (laughs) but sealed they didn't even bother to approximate its weight in pebbles either no no they didn't even send him rocks some yeah like some sellers at least have the the dignity to to like mock its weight in rocks nope 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 where do it go where do it go where do cashew go where do cashew go so we're going to jump around a little bit. So we're now we're going to talk about Wellbee's cashew flour. And we are going to look at this one-star review by Josephine F. Found remnants of bug feces while sifting through the flour. I returned the product as a result. <laughs> so And it does say uh, I didn't I didn't uh, pronounce this appropriately enough. Bug slash feces. So okay. she either found feces or a crushed up bug or both or both or some combination therein yes while sifting through the flower her her uh, identification skills she's very confident in them she is okay so <laughs> i i mean are they just like that's like a that's like a really bad thing right like, that's not just like a regular bad thing that's a really bad thing on the scale of things that are <laughs> shitty that's actual shit I don't know is if that I, scale. I but I I feel like I don't know if I trust it though. I mean, because it's an Amazon reviewer, right? So isn't yeah. it more likely that there were just some like weird clumps, and she was like, "Well, that's shit." Yeah, you know? but here's the thing: flour is generally even nut flour is white. So if you find like a small black okay. thing, sure. I mean, I would also think it was shit. I would be like, mm, <laughs> "This is probably shit." You think so? Because it's okay. a small squishy right. black thing. In my otherwise beige nut flower. That's fair. But maybe just don't, maybe like that's something that you need to, that's like a company issue. I just don't, it's funny to me that she's just going to very calmly like, do, 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 better tell the internet. I found some maybe bug or maybe feces. Oh, well, one star. (laughs) It just like the amount of power people believe that they have via it's what you were just talking about it's like the amount of power people think they have being a reviewer on the internet like i the what a surprise this will be when they all find out that no one cares right god bless oh oh, how the tent will collapse oh oh nuts ground walnuts is what we're talking about next I'm glad that was you and not a review. I thought that was the next review. No. Okay. I wish. I wish I had been able to find an O Nuts review that was just like, oh, nuts. This was bad. (laughs) Um, M. Johnson has this three-star review. Raisin in the walnut flower? I opened my first container this morning and promptly discovered a raisin in it. Otherwise, the product seems fine, but what is going on at O Nuts, where sifted ground walnuts end up with a raisin in it? Four question marks. Disturbing. <laughs> Disturbing. So, so that's shit too, right, though? Probably. Okay. No, I, I, <laughs> I feel like most people know what a raisin looks like. Yeah. Could be shit. Probably a raisin. But what is it? Do what is it doing in the? What is it doing in the walnut flour? 
Where do raisins go? Disturbing. <laughs> uh, moving on to organic coconut flour. There's so many flour alternatives out there in the world. I like. I just started. I was like, hmm. I bet people have fun things to say about cashew flour. And then the Amazon, like, oh, are you looking for this? It was like, literally, ever you can make flour. It's anything, anything. Like, I bet carpentry sawdust. You could probably like sell that flour alternative. <laughs> it's keto. It would. It would very much be keto, paleo, that whole gluten free kind gluten-free. of thing. Gluten free. Um. um <laughs> also i like that coconut i mean coconuts aren't nuts right They're but not. it has nut in the title so so on theme on brand for me <laughs> uh also out more than anything coconut flour was like the weirdest uh, like i it coconut is such a wet thing yeah what the fuck is you coconut know? flour so i guess it's dehydrated coconut like they and they just ground it up super fine except for not this company Max Deal. I don't know if that's his real name, so I'm sorry if it is. Max Deal. I just liked. One out of five stars. I'm scared to eat this anymore and will be throwing it in the trash. Last week, I made some coconut bread and my friend became violently ill, vomiting, and bad diarrhea. The next day, he was rushed to the hospital. I ate some and it didn't bother me. Last (laughs) night... Last night, I made some more to see what would happen using more of the coconut flour than before. It smelled really good, and my friend even wanted to try some, but when they put it in their mouth, they almost vomited. We both think it is some sort of allergic reaction. The next morning, I had bad diarrhea, which I never get because I fix my own meals every day. Not sure what the deal with this flour is, but I'm scared to eat anymore and will be throwing it in the trash. I mean, someone's got to tell them that that Amazon is not their GP, right? They right. Got, like they, <laughs> they got to get to their GP, NP, local clinic, whatever. Also, I imagine that they're talking about the same friend. So the the sequence of events that they have lined up in this review is: I made some coconut bread. I fed it to a friend who was rushed to the hospital twenty four hours later, <laughs> with, like vomiting with ta- yeah, like for real. all the liquids coming out of their body. Mm-hmm. Like a day later, make some more with even more of the flour because that wasn't a red flag enough. Like, oh, it's probably just them. They probably just were going to vomit anyway. And then that same friend was like, oh, that smells really good. Oh, that smells super good. I've always said dogs are man's best friend. So maybe this friend is a dog. Maybe. Because that's the only explanation. That, because I, I know the last be. time I was violently ill on broccoli cheese soup. I haven't looked I will, at broccoli cheese I soup cannot, since then. I, I'm having a hard time discussing broccoli <laughs> cheese soup. I can't talk about broccoli this cheese soup. This was over a year ago. Yeah, that was, it was almost I'm never two gonna, years ago. And I love that shit and I'm never going to eat it never again. Gonna never going to eat it again. Never going to eat it again. Never going to sit next to somebody who's eating it. So that's wild. What, what's happening there is ridiculous. Fucking bananas that this mm-hmm. man was like. Or woman, or whomever. Or, or dog. Or dog was like, I'm going to put that in my mouth again a second time. And then they again. almost vomited. <laughs> One more again. They almost vomit a second time. And their friend's like, you're probably allergic to coconut and you've not known and still now, until now. Now is the time that you find out. <laughs> and then a day later, they're, they're all the liquid is coming out of their body. And they're like, oh, rats. Sure wish I could have prevented this and not punched <laughs> my desk just then. But sure, damn, sure wish this could have been avoided. Oh, no. I, I just can't. I, mm, mm. I don't understand life. No, nah, me neither. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. This is for the same product. We're still talking about coconut flour. This is just Amazon customer, no name given, anonymous review. I'm going to call him Charlie. Two stars. Not that interesting. <laughs> I was okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I was waiting for it. Nope. Not that right. interesting. Not that interesting. <laughs> I mean, coconut flour is is definitely interesting. So I don't know. Not that interesting. Okay. Okay. I mean, maybe if you were reviewing a bag of bag of like flour, flour, like AP flour, and then you said not that interesting, that would be equally dumb, but also correct. This is not correct and dumb. Mm. Not not that interesting. Not that. Mm, mm. Bridges. Bridges. Also, are there reviews of Jeff? Jeff. Bridges. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Speaking of things that aren't that interesting, let's talk about infrastructure, schminfrastructure. This is the best thing that's ever happened. I'm oh, just going to repeat that. I was super happy with it. So what better place to start infrastructure, schminfrastructure than Portland, Bridgetown, Bridge City, all those nicknames. And one of them has to do with bridges. And so we're going to talk about all the different bridges here. There's a whole bunch of bridges. Uh, there's like 10 bridges and counting. 178,000. I did not note down how many bridges there are. Yes. 178,000 Around there. I counted yeah. by hand. They're all different. Everyone here has their opinions on those bridges. I haven't quite formed them yet because I'm new, but I am learning. And I think this is a great way to learn. Yes, yes, yes. I will go ahead and say we're not talking about the St. John's Bridge because oh. that's basically a landmark. Well, I did drive on it for the very first time today, and it was baller. Isn't it? Yeah, like it's it's genuinely pretty cool. It's more of a landmark than a bridge, though it is technically a bridge, obviously, and functions as a bridge. So I don't know why I said that. Also, you can put any words in any order. You can really just put words in any order. Um, all so the re- all the reviews were really glowing, so it just wasn't funny. Oh, okay, this yeah, is, a, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a comedy podcast, ostensibly. <laughs> ostensibly. So, uh, instead, we're going to talk about the Ross Island Bridge, and oh. boy, do people have some opinions about the Ross Island Bridge. Boy, howdy. One thing we're going to find as we dig into infrastructure, some infrastructure, is that there's a lot of repeated reviewers, oh. which is great. And there's also a very high share of Yelp elite reviewers. Yes. Because, of course, we got to get the creme de la creme to come out and review some fucking bridges. We're getting started with Who Mom T, Yelp elite. I was so good at... This is a four-star review. Okay. For the Ross Island Bridge. Okay. I was so good at reviewing the Markham Bridge that Yelp wanted me to review the Ross Island Bridge. There are similarities and differences between the two bridges. <laughs> both bridges... Go are, over water? They both go over water. Oh, fuck. Both bridges are crappy during rush hour traffic. <laughs> this is where the similarities end. Ross Island Bridge is not as tall, but still provides nice views of the city and the river, kinda. This bridge is as straight as an arrow. If you are on the west side heading east, you have to be courteous and let people in from either side. Otherwise, you would be breaking the tradition. The bridge is also not as confusing as the Markham Bridge, since it does not merge onto any other freeway and just goes straight. I hope I met Yelp standards in reviewing bridges. So even this Yelp elite user is like, come on. Come on. Can I? Okay. Can I say... That just today, we were having a conversation about bridges, and I love you, but you are not the best with maps and locations of things, and for some reason, it was not a red flag in my head when you knew the name of like every bridge in Portland, and then you said, <laughs> people say this about this bridge, and let me tell you, I thought maybe you had talked to other people, and nope. I don't like I, I don't know why at no point I was like, that's weird. He talked to other people and looked at a map? What's happening? <laughs> I didn't realize I was living in Bizarro World. I just like totally let that slide. Oh, man. The bag's out of the cat now. Here we are. <laughs> That's what I was doing. And we've got another review here for the Ross Island Bridge from Rose E. Four stars. Yelp Elite user. <laughs> this bridge is a mile long. <laughs> okay. All right, Rose. This bridge is a mile long. It's four lanes. It's better than the Selwood in terms that you don't feel like it might collapse under you at any second. Always positive? It's probably not a good idea to walk along the cement sides because if the wind blows, you could fall off. Parentheses. Yes, I did this once. Fortunately, I fell toward the sidewalk and not towards the water. Wait, what the fuck? I also do not recommend doing cartwheels on the ledge unless there is zero wind. You have excellent balance and you are not inebriated in any way. Hence the fall. Excuse the fuck out of me? No, 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 no. This review went from it is a mile long, it has four lanes, to here's the story about the time I almost died because I was drunk doing cartwheels on a bridge and almost fell over the side of it. Yelp elites, baby. They party hard. (laughs) (laughs) There is a big, gorgeous historical house at one end. It's called Paulson House. There used to be one on each side of the east end of the bridge, owned by brothers. If you are on this bridge and decide it's a nice day for a swim, don't do it. Hitting the water from this level is like landing on cement, and you will break enough bones that you won't be able to swim to shore before you drown. I didn't try this, but I witnessed it. The Willamette is no longer safe to swim in anyway. (laughs) What? 
What the what, fuck? What? What? What the fuck? What? Okay. 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 So that review went from this is what a bridge is. This one's a mile long. Here's a story about the time I almost died. Here's a story about a time I saw someone die. Yep. I thought we were just reviewing patisseries. I thought that's, I, that was Yelp's thing. I, I thought just, we were talking about fucking cupcakes and sausages and giving out stars. I thought that was I, Yelp's whole I thing. I just can't. I just don't. I just. I, I'm going to need. I, I, you just keep. You do the podcast. You do the podcast now. I'm going to be over here. Continuing the podcast, we have a review from Steve C., whose star rating I did not write down. I'm very good at a podcast. A hundred. This is a hundred star review from Steve C. As I drove north on I-5 from Tigard, I thought, I'm a man of adventure with time to spare. Why not try the most dangerous thrill ride in Portland? At John's Landing, I took a deep breath and felt a tingle in my fingers as I pointed my iron steed towards the entrance sign, the one that said Highway 26 on it. It began with a deceptive simplicity, a long straightaway with a stoplight at the end, like a municipal drag racing track. The first nervousness settled into my stomach as I sat at the light. What was I getting myself into? But there was no time for second thoughts. The light turned green. I opened the throttle. I wish I could truthfully say I remembered what happened next. I wish I could say I was brave. But all I remember is a jumble of adrenaline and tire screech and engine roar, the taste of sweat, the scent of fear, and, above all, the turning, turning, turning. And then, it was over. The narrow, crumbling straightway of the Ross Island Bridge filled my vision. I had made it. No dents, no injuries, no ending up in Beaverton. I'm not a religious man by nature, but if you have a God, then I say to you, pray tonight. Pray for those who have to take that infernal ride every day at rush hour. For those about to turn, we salute you. So probably a 100-star review. I would say a 100-star review. I don't understand life. And I know that I said that previously, and I was joking, and now I mean it. I, I mean it. I don't, I don't understand life. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you failed the Tommy Wiseau test. I, I on do. That one. I do. On that one. Because I, I don't know what I expected when I was so excited about people reviewing Bridges. So I guess this is it? Well, maybe this one will make you feel better. We have a one-star review from Roger S., I don't get it. I've gone across this bridge and it's a bridge. Nothing special. So how does this place get to be rated anyway? Just another bridge. Nothing great. No great views and traffic hours. Now, if you want to enjoy a bridge, go across the Verrazano Bridge in New York or go across the Mechanic Bridge in Michigan. And I'm sure there are a few more that are nice, but wasting your time reviewing is bridge day in and day out because I have the travel and it's just like traveling 217 every day in Oregon because you have nothing interesting there either. Give us a break. No more reviews of highways and bridges unless it's something really special to waste of your time and people have to read it life must be boring when you do highways and bridges find another hobby this doesn't work and yet <laughs> here and, we are and yet here we are he, here we are bud. all together folks roger i have more reviews for a different bridge are you ready i i was born fucking ready we have reviews for the Selwood Bridge, which oh. was mentioned earlier. So the Selwood Bridge has a bit of a history. Okay. We're going to read reviews from both sides of that history because these these bridges have been gathering reviews for like 10 years but because Yelp. Um, <laughs> so the Selwood Bridge way back in the day was moved during the construction of its replacement. That was a big deal. It was like, I don't know much about the move, but it was like this big engineering feat where they had to move it out of the way for the detour while they built another bridge because it was like super duper old and falling apart and it had been rated unsafe for like years. Oh, good. It was replaced in 2016. So today the Selwood Bridge is fine. Back in the day, it was super dangerous and nobody liked it. So let's look at some reviews for the Selwood Bridge. We have a three-star review from James D.H., a Yelp Elite user. Yes. <laughs> Who has 1,216 check-ins at the Selwood Bridge as of 2013. Selwood Bridge, 1925. Under construction. Ever been on a bridge that's been moved? How about the felling of doom as you cross said bridge? Guess what? Now is your chance to enjoy both on one bridge. Yay. Fear. I'm kidding. Ish. It's my fear of dying on an outdated bridge that's not earthquake-proof and has been put on a temporary stand until the new bridge is completed. <laughs> like what there's i can't you there's other ways to get across the river 
There's boats, canoes. Really good swimming arms. Uh, it's not safe to swim in anymore, mm. as we just learned. We could ride on the back of Michael Phelps. It's not safe to swim in anymore, but I guess we don't care if he lives or dies. We have a one-star review from Terry S. Put him in one of those breathing suit things. Mm-hmm. One star. Important. Scuba, scuba suit. Scuba suit. One star. Zero stars. 100, <laughs> 100 million overpriced, but it's other people's money, so who cares? Vote city council out. Michigan was able to replace collapsed bridge six lanes for much less. Not to mention it's 60 feet wide and still only two lanes for cars. ODOT sucks. We need more roads. We drive cars. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Always a pleasure to hear from you. I, uh... Just vote out the idea of city council. Right, exactly. Just mm, gots to go. You gots to go. We got a two-star review from Don B, a Yelp elite user. The Selwood Bridge definitely looks much cooler than many of its brethren, especially that fugly-ass Markham Bridge just to the north. (laughs) But damn if it ain't about to fall down into the river. It doesn't help my impression of this landmark's durability that the authorities have caught meth heads stealing metal off of the main structure of the bridge. You're fucking kidding me. I still drive over this sucker all the time, but if I do end up in that dirty river below, I won't be too surprised. I'll be dirty and wet. But I'll take solace in the fact that I'll be able to tell myself, I told me so. Or, uh, not. It is still a cool old bridge, though. Just don't think about it when you drive across it real slow in rush hour and heavy traffic. At least they know they could die. Right. Just like all of us. (laughs) I suppose that's true. We have a one-star review from Helda, who we'll be hearing from later. And I think this is going to round us out real nicely. Okay. Hey, guys, besides us, do you think anyone else thinks to themselves, oh, shit, I should yelp this bridge before I cross it? Eek? Methinks not. The one star is for our stupidity. Aw, thanks, Hilda. So... I have this mental image of Montana that is a a country without laws. And I've never been to Montana, and I'm sure that it's a beautiful state, but the media has led me to believe that there are no laws in Montana. Mm -hmm, That's fair. So I figured, what is in Montana? And I'll tell you. There's a restaurant in Montana called Notorious P.I.G. Barbecue. Okay, all right. All right. I love where you're going. I love where we're going. Let's get there as fast as possible. And Montana has not disappointed me. We're going to start pretty tame. Okay. With this uh, Yelp review from Brad H. One star. Give it to me, Brad. Not open. This is garbage. No sign anywhere. Why are they closed? Drove an hour to get some barbecue. You would in Montana, too. Yeah. He probably just lives like one suburb over. Yeah, you drive an hour to get anywhere in Montana. But he he drove an hour, didn't call, didn't like double check. Mm. This is garbage. (laughs) Stephanie Inn has this two-star review. I'm from the South, and I love barbecue. But how does a BBQ place not serve chicken or collard greens? We ordered a pulled pork sandwich and ribs, and both were lukewarm. The beans were good and served warm. I will not be coming back. Don't let the cool name fool you. (laughs) And I just, I mean, I'm also from the South, and there was a time I loved barbecue a lot, but they don't serve chicken and collard greens because they serve barbecue. Right. Um... Are you ready to get nasty? Oh, I'm ready to get so nasty. Okay. So we're going to Google reviews because that's where things get heated. Sally M. has this one-star review. Oh, this is in Missoula, Montana, which is the coolest name for a place. Which is I the coolest name in it. fucking love Missoula. That's amazing. That's exactly where the notorious P.I.G. should be located. Yes, it is. It is. Sally M. has this one-star review. 7 p.m. Friday night. Sign on front door. Out of food. Really? What restaurant plans this badly? Response from the owner. Oh, thank God. Yes, let's do it. 
Hi, Sally. The sign said sold out. We're a small barbecue restaurant and we only cook enough food for the day. We only sell fresh barbecue. We're proud of that. When a pile of people come, we put we run out pretty quick. It's not a planning issue. It's that we can only cook so much, hence the sold out. We're sorry you couldn't get a taste, but we'd be happy to have you any other day, except for Mondays when we all go hunting and fishing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's great and all, but like, isn't it by definition a planning issue? If it's if it's if it's an intentional planning issue, then fine. But say that, maybe say that. Yeah, you're wrong, Sally. Fuck you, Sally. Fuck you, Sally. You're wrong. The customer's always right, except you, Sally. Except for you and Meg G, who had this one star review. Possibly one of the worst meals I've ever eaten. Possibly one of the worst meals I've ever eaten. Don't waste your money eating here. You don't have to be an expert in barbecue to know what an old, cold, poorly cooked meal tastes like. We ordered the old Joe platter for $52 plus one beer plus 15% prepaid tip, $64.40. The platter comes with a slab of ribs, small, very little meat, too sweet and overcooked, three sandwiches, beef brisket, and four sides, two beans and two slaw. Sandwiches were served on an unwarmed ciabatta roll with four thin slices of brisket per, per sandwich. First of all, who serves barbecue on ciabatta? And if so, (laughs) one could at least have the decency to warm it up so it's not tough and dry. To top this off, the brisket meat itself was so grisly and tough, I kept having to pick through it to make it edible. Sauces were meh. Don't bother bother with the Carolina. Was watery. Didn't stick to the meat. Oversoaked the bread. Cold slaw. Too much vinegar in the slaw made it a soupy, soggy mess. Cabbage not even crunchy. Oddly, it was very sweet. Beans, just over the top strange. They were too sweet and way too spicy. My recommendation, if you're traveling along I-90 towards Washington and want good barbecue, try Famous Willie's in Post Falls, Idaho. Way better food for the price. Response from the owner. Oh, God, this is my favorite. We tried so hard and got so far, and in the end, it doesn't even matter. You're fucking kidding me. I am not kidding you. You're fucking kidding me. I am not kidding you. That's how they do it in Montana. (laughs) Also, this is totally unrelated. A name came up. You you just mentioned Post Falls, Idaho. Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about doing a trip to Post Falls, Idaho. That's amazing. (gasps) That's incredible. Well, they have a good barbecue joint, evidently. (laughs) Well, we'll find out. Uh, Mostly because of the name. We're going to make a lot of post jokes. It's going to be fucking dope. To, you fucking stay tuned. It's going to be. Okay. So Lamp Cat has this one star review. First, if you're looking for a place, a clean place to eat with a nice enough wait staff, but don't mind slightly better than fast food eats for the price of a decent sit down place. This is for you. Honestly, terrible for the hype and expectation. If I were in college and on a hangover, this might suffice. But honestly, I'd settle for Taco Bell. <laughs> grisly brisket tiny ribs and ciabatta bread big dry hunks of ciabatta yep that goes with all the barbecues i've ever been to panera anyone if it weren't for the friendly staff i'd give this oh sorry this is a two-star review if it weren't for the friendly staff i'd give this review a one star so sad i spent 60 dollars here and had to not an exaggeration take my date to lunch an hour later on top of that, I read a review where Notorious P.I.G. responded, we tried so hard and got so far, <laughs> and in the end, it doesn't even matter. If I'd read this before I stopped there, I never would have eaten there. Secondly, as a side note, the choice of response indicates a lack of ownership. If an employee of mine answered a customer review in that fashion, they would have been immediately terminated. Un professional and catty in my opinion better suited for a social media comment not a customer customer service response either way if you wish to gamble your tummy grumbles with shoddy food be warned you might be disappointed i for one may give it another shot if notorious pig would respond with something that explains that my experience is a one-off and not be dismissive like it doesn't even matter Wait, strike that. After reading what I just wrote, would you give them another shot? If it doesn't even matter, yeah. I'll search for barbecue where they hire people who care about customer complaints. And boom, 
roasted. That's not really appropriate for a business owner, but it's about what I expected. Okay, here we go. Response from the owner. Okay, now I'm just going to say... I'm going to need this one to not be bullshit because the ciabatta bread thing is legitimately like I used to live in the South and uh, ciabatta bread. That, that's like that's fucking unjustifiable. It, it is. It is. <clears throat> All right, lamp. We know who y'all were. We, including myself, the owner. All asked if we could get y'all anything, if y'all were enjoying yourselves, and if everything tasted all right. We were ignored at every turn, to the point of making my employees uncomfortable. We do deeply care deeply about our customers' experience. Read any of our other reviews. But when you don't give us an opportunity to fix anything, our hands are tied. All my employees treated you respectfully and would have done everything they could to fix whatever problem you had. Taking to Google and airing your grievances here doesn't help anyone. Also... Don't hate on T-Bell or Linkin Park. Lastly, please do not give us another shot. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) I fucking love these people. I love them and I hate them. I love them and I hate them. And also, if you're going to name your restaurant after Notorious B.I.G., don't get on Google and defend Linkin Park. Yeah. Pick pick a side here. Pick pick which side of history you're going to be on. That is a little fucky. Are you going to uphold the name of Notorious B.I.G. or are you going to say that Linkin Park is, like, super radical. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just made some enemies, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, also, they're assholes, A, because they serve ciabatta bread. B, I mean, did they have other bread in the back? If they had not ignored them and just been like, well, actually, this ciabatta bread's fucking, like, off-brand and weird. Can you get me, like, a bread that makes sense for this sort of cuisine? Yeah. Could they have just gone into the back and, like, got a biscuit? I, I... Probably My not. impression is that they don't have biscuits, which is weird. There were a lot of reviews that complained about the fact that they don't have cornbread and they don't have biscuits. And if you're, okay, while I don't expect collard greens and chicken from a barbecue joint, you should have cornbread. Yeah. I just, you should, this is kind of the whole, You yeah, should just like kind of have yeah. some cornbread. Uh, yeah. And I, I really... I don't know where I'm where I'm at with this restaurant because there were so many reviews that were like, I got cold meat and that seems unsanitary. And I was like, oh, shit, dog. Yeah. yeah. And then there were lots that were like, this is the best place. I've been coming here since I came well, out of the womb. Well, that's just Yelp. But it was Yelp and Google reviews. There was like yeah. hundreds okay. of like hundreds of this is the best fucking shit I've ever put in my mouth ever, ever. And Let then me- hundreds of reviews that were like. Which is which is what you were saying at the beginning yeah. because it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't you can find anybody saying anything about anything. Let me correct myself. That's just online reviews. Literally, yes. literally, the worst restaurants on the planet have people that get on and say this was the best fucking place I've ever been and I can die now. I can die happy like, now. I have never not seen that on a restaurant ever. And then they have reviews for the same restaurant that say I went in and they slaughtered my firstborn in front of me. <laughs> Same restaurant. Or it smells like grandma's feet, (laughs) which was a positive review, if you'll recall. I do recall. Um, I'm going to wrap it up with this. This is not, uh, the owners did not reply to this one. I just think it has a zinger. Tony R. has this two-star review. Has this one-star review. Not awful, just not good at all. I guess I've been spoiled with too much Southern barbecue. I've had lots of barbecue in South Texas, North Texas, Memphis, Arkansas, uh, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and elsewhere. The sauces were mostly weird or below average. They don't have onions or mayonnaise. (laughs) The meat wasn't great, actually. It was a little cold. The mac and cheese and slaw were below average. So like I said, not awful, just not good either. Better than McDonald's. As for the atmosphere, the music is awful and loud. The bathrooms have weird faucets that only allow you to wash one hand at a time. <laughs> what, what, what? Well, I can't. Oh, oh. I can't. I couldn't picture. I spent I guess, so long trying to picture a faucet that only lets you wash one hand at a time. No, I think it's not to correct the bit, but I think it's those faucets where they're automatic, but they like are really bad. Oh, so you so like literally have to keep your you hand have over to, the like, thing. Constantly wave at the faucet and be like, "Hey, I'm still here," and then go one hand. I've I've done that before. But can you imagine having to do that, like sticky from barbecue? Because if it's good barbecue. Yeah. Like, you should have all that, like, 
meat fat on your fingers yeah. and then you wipe it off with napkins and then like little bits of napkins get stuck to you and you have to go to the bathroom and then you're there with like sticky like rib residue all over your fingers like washing one hand at a time yeah and given this place's <laughs> uh you know clear barbecue credibility they probably don't even give you fucking wet naps which probably is which not. is a barbecue staple. They probably don't. They probably no cornbread. They, they probably give no you like, onions, they probably, no mayonnaise, no wet nap. Yeah, like you ask you ask her a wet nap and they just come out with a plate of like Italian meringue. <laughs> like, here you go. Here's some crunchy good bits. Is that what you wanted? Oh shit. Okay, well just don't complain about it on the internet, okay? But they tried so hard to get so far, and in the end, doesn't Didn't even, even matter. Ah, oh, man. Notorious P.I.G. We got to go there. Yeah, I, I did already look up how far away it is from here. Don't worry about it. Quite far, I imagine. It is quite far, but if we took a trip up to Spokane, Washington, then we could go over that way and it'd be pretty. Pretty doable. Pretty, pretty okay, doable. Well, that's what we're going to do this Christmas. Infrastructure, sminfrastructure. Infrastructure, sminfrastructure. <laughs> We've got some more Yelp elites digging into the fucking bridge controversies, man. It's going to be tight. We've got the Hawthorne Bridge. Now, the Hawthorne Bridge, are you familiar? It's in Portland. It, it is, in fact, in Portland. There are two bridges that have the really, really wild vertical lifts on them, like the old mm-hmm. school fucking like, big pylons that lift up a chunk of bridge. I saw that on a t-shirt here. Which is awesome. So I think the one that's that's like more well-known is the Steel Bridge. That's the one mm. we walked on. It's like real chunky and mm-hmm. short. I did not like it. Yeah, it's, a, it's an oldie. It's an old one. The Hawthorne Bridge is the other one. It's longer. It's got a longer lift. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that, was, that was just for us. That was not for the listeners. Oh, it's con- it's context. So this, oh, okay. is, this is like kind of a landmark, but also like a lot of people drive on it and it's very functional. We have a four-star review from Gregory A., a Yelp elite user. So many of these in one episode. It sure does get annoying. We Four stars. Portland is kind of like a big bag of M&Ms. Reach into the bag and you, you never, never know what you're going to get. Reach into the bag and you never know what color you're going to get. Okay, you can't, like, it's okay for me to quote Forrest Gump. But you can't get on Yelp and quote Forrest Gump incorrectly. <laughs> you can't just be that way. Oh, it gets better. You ready? Fuck off. Might Oops. be. It's fine. I love it. I love it. I love it. Might be red, the Broadway bridge, or dark brown, the steel bridge. It's kind of dark brown. Or yellow, Tillicum Crossing, I know it's white. Or green, the Hawthorne Bridge, or any of our other number of bridges and their various shades of concrete. The Hawthorne has always been my favorite since back in the day I rode my bike to work across it or walked across it from ancient times of free parking in Portland. The best move Portland ever made was to widen the pedestrian cycling lanes and make it more user-friendly. The bridge is not up every single day. Just during Fleet Week, get a grip, people. That happens like four times every single year, and it's not like a secret either. Portland is a lot of things, weird, eclectic, trendy, hipster, but it's also accommodating, flexible, and thoughtful. The Hawthorne Bridge is truly a gateway into the heart of our beloved city, a landmark, and a welcome ride whether you're on a bus, in a car, on your bike, or just using your two feet to transport you around. Okay, so part of me wants to be the Jess that's like, what a wholesome and wonderful review mm-hmm. about the beauty of bridges. And part of me is like, that's the most contrived metaphor I have ever heard in my entire life. And you know which bridge you're going to take. It's the one that gets you to where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it but that's w- the curmudgeon side of me. <laughs> they try That last paragraph is like pretty good, but that first one. And, ooh. That first mm. one. And then I remember that they got on Yelp and they reviewed reviewed a bridge. That's what they did with their time, which it's their time. It's their time. I mean, they get to use it how they wish. How else they do you think they got elite metaphors. status? You know, you got to work hard for that elite status. Sometimes you get to review the really trendy restaurant that just opened. Sometimes you got to review a bridge. Sometimes. Or every bridge, which is what they did. Probably. We have a three-star review from Jim T. It's as good as a bridge of its type gets, and it leads to interesting places. But I don't (laughs) understand the open grate on the west side with people constantly walking and riding under it at Tom McCall Park. Surely something has already fallen off vehicles onto people's heads? 
one loose bolt landing on a skull or some nasty liquid raining down and you'd have a major problem. It makes no sense to allow that risk. I move quickly through that section and never look up. The doped masses apparently give it no more thought than they do AGW. Signs on the bridge have to tell them idling is bad. Party now, sue later. It's the American way. That got so weirdly judgy at the end. Right? Like, it was like, chillin' fine, chillin' fine, chillin' fine. Fuck all of you. <laughs> the doped masses of America. The doped masses. I hope a bolt doesn't fall on your skull. <laughs> all right, Yikes. Karl Marx. Okay. We have a one-star review from Rose E., a Yelp elite user. <laughs> Definitely not getting across this bridge today. Unless you are one of the 100,000 pedestrians downtown. So this is a a one-star review written based solely on the context of a protest blocking the bridge. As a result, the bridge gets one star. Fuck you, bridge. Fuck you, bridge. This is your fault. I know you have a long storied history and a great tradition of old engineering that's super cool, but fuck you. Fuck you. I know you've been going on Facebook. Fuck you. You've been been making Facebook events for protests. (laughs) Fuck you, bridge. The entrance is blocked by police on both ends. I only saw what looked like a few hundred, though. Even the pouring rain didn't dissuade them. Thanks, Rose. Thanks for checking in. Fuck the fuck off, Rose. We have one more review. So rude. JB. So salty right now. JB. Three stars. I know. Me too. This is an updated review. Awesome bridge. Go see the bridge get raised. Usually around peak hours during the work week. By usually, I mean all the time. September 27th, 2016, 3.06 p.m. Edit. Bridge is up right now, holding up traffic. It's almost like it's a drawbridge. It's almost like it's a vertical lift bridge. It's almost like that's what it's supposed to do. It's almost like people going on the bridge know that that's a possibility. It's (laughs) almost like you should shut up. (laughs) I'm so, I'm so salty. I'm sure he's a great person. I'm not going to give you any time to calm down because guess who's, who's next for our next Is it bridge? Hilda? It's Rose E. Oh, fuck. A Yelp Elite user. Burp, 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 burp. These she are, doesn't get one from me. These are the these are reviews for the Markham Bridge. Okay. Now, bit of context on the Markham Bridge since we're, we're defining all these bridges. The Markham Bridge, it's a double-decker interstate bridge. We, oh, ta- okay. we take I know it all that the time. One. I know that one. It's it's a nothing bridge. It's like it's only a bridge technically because it's a piece of concrete that goes over water and okay. carries cars. Like but it it's, just takes you to the. Five. It doesn't have any cool like fucking design to. It's just a, it's just like a, a bit of concrete that goes over water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we need to review it? Hell no. No, 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 no. But Rosie is here to do it anyway. Oh, fuck. In a five star review for the oh, Markham Bridge. They don't let people on that one. No, the protests that can't affect the Markham Mm-mm. Bridge, so it's good to go. What's up with the low reviews of the 405? This bridge is great. It's the fastest way to cross and has the best view. Even in the worst of traffic, it's still faster to take the 405 than any surface street bridge unless there's an accident or backup heading to Vancouver or Wilsonville. Changing lanes can get a little dicey if it's dark and rainy, so pay attention to people around you. The ramps are shorter slash closer than they appear, as are the other vehicles in your mirrors. But at least you won't encounter any bicycles or pedestrians. Don't think or worry about an earthquake up here. You'll dart across so quick you won't have time. So Rosie is just a misanthrope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Basically. She has that right. And I'm sorry I told her to fuck off so many times. <laughs> That's her right. It is it is it is her God-given right to be it's to her. be a dick. We have a th- we have a three-star review from Catherine V, a Yelp elite user. So many, I can't keep doing this. Oh shoot. Another bridge review? What to say? <laughs> this one is actually easier than most. The good. Great views of the city heading northbound. Can be faster than other options from getting point A to point B. The bad. Not that visually appealing. Can have terrible slow traffic at times. Could be deadly if caught in such traffic during our predicted huge earthquake. I mean, that's true. But I think being on any bridge during the predicted huge earthquake is going to be bad news. I I just have that feeling. I'm not a civil engineer. I don't, or, you know, mm-hmm. whichever engineer builds bridges. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to fare well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because that's true, I got to I gotta dock this bridge a star. It's the bridge's fault. I'm sorry, bridge. I got to dock you a star. Sometimes the tectonic plates, they just fucking shift. I can't help it. I can't do anything about that bridge. I'm sorry. Mm. 
That's on you. On you. We've got one more review. Okay. One more infrastructure schminfrastructure review. Now, when I er, when I said earlier that we weren't going to do the St. John's Bridge, I lied. Ah, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad you lied because I, I found I'm a really like, good one. I'm really excited about yeah. it. So the St. John's Bridge, Portland's number one bridge, easily the prettiest one in my opinion. Though I, I though mean, I, that's a thing that people here debate a lot. But oh, okay. I was going to say obs. Ah, uh, obs. Okay. It's it's very pretty. Uh, Helda W. Oh, returns she, to yeah. us. Helda W. The snappy, the witty Helda W. Had oh, this boy. to say about the St. John's Bridge in a one star review. <gasps> I know controversial i don't like this bridge it's too green (laughs) don't cross it especially if you are a space invader looking to inflate the cost of living okay maybe if we lived in portland longer then we would understand that joke but it's too green well uh, held is talking about us I, the space invader thing, I, maybe that's a, I don't know, but but we we inflated the cost of living because we moved here. Uh, yeah, he's a shot at us. It's okay. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing. Isn't it. she just talking about Washingtonians? Washington. <laughs> we, we're not from Washington, so exactly. So, we're from the South, bitches. Scott Free. Scott Free. What's up? What's up? What's the, up? The bridge is too fucking green, though. It's like it's like it's it's way too green. It's like grass, shitty grass green. Fuck the St. John's Bridge. It's way too green. And also, and also. Fuck you. <laughs> and on that super positive note, then are we? Are, did you have another one? You go, You've been up. listening to Everyone's a Critic. And that was an episode and we did it. And now it's done. So done, hooray us. Done did it. Done did it. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at foreveracritic at gmail.com or tweet at Critic Everyone and we will read it. And please tell your friends about us if you've been listening, because right now it is all word of mouth, and it will probably be all word of mouth for the unforeseeable future. Unforeseeable. Yeah, 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 because we both work over 40 hours a week now. Well, I work, uh, well, counting this, it's like, yeah. We just work all the fucking time, so if y'all could do the part where you tell people about this. That'd be dope as hell. That'd be stellar. That'd be stellar. All right. I the next words out of my mouth were gonna be okay, love you, bye. Like I was on the phone with the listeners. The music's fading in and you're fading out. Okay, love you, bye.